There is no clear-cut answer as to who the Americans with Disabilities Act applies to when it comes to digital accessibility. And there are several reasons for this, but, and I won't cover them all, but we'll cover some of the basics and we'll start with Title III of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And it generally states that nobody should be, shall be discriminated against on the basis of disability in the full and equal enjoyment of the good services, privileges, advantages, etc., of any place of public accommodation by anybody who owns, leases, or operates a place of public accommodation. So what is a place of public accommodation? Well, the ADA um, lists out, there's actually 12 categories that the ADA has. And within those categories, the ADA um, lists out several examples. And I'll provide a link to this below, but some of the examples are a restaurant, a gymnasium, a health spa, uh, a theater, a bank, um, a laundromat, a barbershop, um, a hospital, etc. So the ADA didn't contemplate the digital world here. All of these examples are from the physical world. So that has led to um, interpretation and the ADA has generally been interpreted to apply to the digital world. And the DOJ's stance has consistently been that websites uh, need to be accessible and therefore ADA compliant. Um, but the DOJ has not specified how, and there are no regulations that state explicitly um, under Title III that uh, the that websites need to be accessible. But that's been the DOJ stance and the Department of Justice regulates and enforces Title II and Title III of the ADA. So their stance is highly persuasive. And courts have generally found that the ADA does apply to websites. However, there are several exceptions. What's important to note is there are state courts and there are federal court, there is a federal court system. And these two um, largely run independent of one another. What's also important to know is that different states comprise different circuits within the federal system, the federal court system. And so not all of these circuits agree with one another on who the ADA applies to or how it applies to them. But what's relevant is that Plaintiff's lawyers exist in all circuit courts, and even if a particular circuit is unfavorable to, um, to the idea of websites being required to be accessible under the ADA, there is another circuit that does. And of course, there's also state courts, or there are also state courts in which plaintiff's lawyers can file as well. So when it comes to who does the ADA apply to, if we take back, if we, if we look at what is the purpose of this question, most people watching this video want to know, am I compelled to make my website or mobile app or any other digital asset accessible under the Americans with Disabilities Act? Generally, the question is yes, if you are a place of public accommodation. 
However, I emphasize the word generally because it's very, whether you're required to comply or not is going to be, is going to require, um, someone has to, uh, you're going to need your, your, your counsel, your attorney to determine whether um, or not you need to be compliant. And even at that, it may not always be a sure thing. But what we do know is that plaintiff's lawyers are, to, are willing to test and they are willing to send out um, demand letters and or file complaints and they are willing to find that out under in court. So um, that's the general story on ADA compliance and how it relates to websites and who it applies to. Generally, because there are there are so many circuits and there are different state courts, if you do not want to, um, if you do not want to be found liable under not only the Americans with Disabilities Act but other laws too, there are other laws that require that prohibit discrimination based on disability, and that has been extended to. Um, in it, the inaccessibility of websites, mobile apps, and so on. So, um, generally, the ADA applies to places of public accommodation, and I will put the link to the ADA. And the ADA, um, the ADA itself provides several examples of these places of public accommodation. And if you fall under one of those, generally you are required. However, if you are um, if you are looking to prevent litig litigation altogether, I recommend that you make your website accessible regardless. Um, beyond just compliance, obviously it helps everyone um, and it helps everyone gain access which you would want anyway. Um, I know those of you who are watching this video are very concerned about whether you absolutely have to do it. There is no clear answer. You will have to consult with your attorney on that. But what I have provided is a very broad overview of some of the major elements in play when deciding, um, when deciding, when trying to figure that out. So my book, the ADA book, will have more on this. I'll also put a link to that below. Um, but uh, it will be up to your counsel to determine whether the ADA applies to you. Uh, I think the general answer is yes, and moreover, I think the right thing to do is to make your website accessible, and that way you'll have both the sense of relief and you'll know that you'll, um, you will be ensuring access to a wide range um, of people, including those with disabilities, and you'll also, the good thing, and, and this is absolutely true, is accessibility improves the user experience for everyone. And so you're going to make uh, a more, you're going to create a better user experience, which is going to be more inviting and could um, ultimately lead to better conversion rate or more opt-ins or whatever it is that the objective of your website or other digital asset is.